Welcome to the Launch Strategist Podcast with your host, Katrina Douglas, author, trainer, and launch strategist for corporate leaders, helping you launch projects that light you up, make money, and get you closer to the goals that matter. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Lunchtime Launch Tips. For those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Katrina Douglas. I am a launch strategist and I help corporate leaders and senior professionals launch successful projects that light them up and lead to long-term commercial success. So in this week's episode of Lunchtime Launch Tips, I want to talk to you about underground marketing strategies. So this is part two in my most recent Lunchtime Launch Tips series. And the reason I decided to do this series is because I have a little bit of a bugbear. Some of you may know that I, my background is marketing, been in marketing for 14 years and was a member of the Chartered Institute of Marketing for many of those years. And one of the buzzwords I have regarding marketing, millennial marketing, I like to call it, is that it lacks foundation. And sometimes there is an overemphasis on things like social media, vanity metrics like followers, visitor numbers. Meanwhile, more significant metrics like conversion rates and average lifetime value, those sorts of metrics are overlooked. So in this series, I want to talk to you about marketing strategies that aren't commonly spoken about across social media. And I want to share some, some tips and some strategies that I really think are going to help you build sustainable businesses, launch sustainable projects, um, and that are going to really help build your business over the long term. So last week, I spoke about market research and kept it really simple. If you missed that, it really was a, a useful episode. So go ahead and check uh, the replay. You can just go ahead and look at my profile and check down my content. And this week, I want to speak about content management. And so these are topics that aren't glamorous, but in times like this, where actually the action that you take specifically on marketing and specifically, especially if you're going to spend money, it needs to be activity that's going to matter. It needs to be strategic. And we are just past the stage that we can afford to, to waste time and money on, on tactics that are, are very superficial. So in this episode, I want to talk to you about contact management. So what is contact management? Quite simply, it's how you stay in touch with the people that have expressed an interest in buying your products and services at some point. So, so often when um, you encounter someone on social media or wherever, maybe in person or maybe by direct message, and they say, you know, well, um, I'm perhaps interested in your services at some point in the future. Because they are not interested now, so often that lead falls below the wayside. Now, for many years, I did a lot of trade shows. And a prime example of this is where you meet a lot of people at a trade show. They express interest, but because they're not interested now, sometimes they don't get followed up. And sometimes those that did express an interest because they're not ready now, they fall by the wayside. And that's actually where the money is. The money is in people that have expressed an interest, people that you've already met. And so often we spend so much time focusing on cold connections, people that we have no dealings with at all. And we neglect those relationships or potential relationships because quite often they don't have an opportunity to actually become relationships and um, that we miss out on business that is right there, that is low hanging fruit. So in this episode, I want to share with you some insights and some tips on how to capture that low hanging fruit, how to actually nurture leads, contacts, connection, real people, build real relationships until the point that actually they may be ready to buy from you. So the first thing is 
where do those these contacts even come from? So these contacts can come from conversations that you have on perhaps LinkedIn, whether it be comments that you have, uh, messages in DMs. It could be based. It could be contacts from in-person meetings. Um, I know many of us are not going out a lot at the moment, but we're still having a lot of Zoom calls. We're still meeting a lot of new people online. So actually, it's remembering that these are real people, possible connections, and building a relationship where you feel that it's mutually beneficial to do so. And that's an important thing as well. It has to be mutually beneficial. I'm really not interested in selling to people that my product or my service is not right for. And, you know, integrity is very important to me. But if you do feel a synergy with someone, even if the opportunity isn't there at the moment, that should be a relationship that you nurture. So three places where you you build these contacts from, social media, in conversations that you have with people, via direct messaging and email correspondence that you have. And one that a lot of people might want to shoot me for, but the good old fashioned telephone contacts. I'm, I am not opposed to picking up the phone and actually calling, especially if you're in the B2B space and you work with businesses, picking up the phone and actually having a conversation. If you genuinely feel that your services could be relevant to a business, don't be shy about picking up the phone because so often we hear things like, you know, cold calling is bad and never do that. It doesn't work. Can I tell you something? I have picked up the phone on many occasions and it has been more successful than actually sending a direct message or putting out a broadcast post. It's not what you do. It's not the method that you use. It's the approach that you use to do it. So no marketing channel, no communication channel is always right and no communication channel is always wrong. Sometimes picking up the phone which is something that many of us don't like to do, is going to be your best route to actually nurture a lead or just at least initiate a conversation with a potential prospect. So yes, I pick up the phone saying it loud and proud. And I think more of us should do it, even in this social media driven age, because it actually works. And there's two two people that I want to shout out that actually training very, very well um, on this. And the first person is Jessica Lorimer in her Converting Corporates program. Um, she does a very good job of this. And then another person is also... Uh, gosh, I can't remember his name, but Sandler Training. Sandler Training also teach this as well and do a very good job of doing that. And you have to understand where we're in a time that if you want to survive as a business owner, you cannot do what is popular, what feels comfortable, what feels good. You're going to have to do things that mean you face rejection on a regular basis that is going to mean that you hear no on a regular basis and that take things outside of your comfort zone and actually contact management and this type of approach can be very uncomfortable but I'm telling you the businesses and business owners that are going to survive are going to be those that are going to embrace rejection and be like you know what I need to do what I need to do to survive and do it in a way that, yes, has integrity. But if I feel that somebody needs my service or I can add value, we're in a time where you cannot afford to be shy about it. And, and this is the grassroots of what it takes to actually make things happen in this time. So, yes, the phone actually works. And, and that is the end of my tangent on that. The, the second thing you need to do is you need to find a, a good tool, because so often we have a conversation, we think, my God, I'm going to remember that person. And we don't because we all have a million and one things going on and we don't remember. So you need a good system to do this. Now, again, 
tools like CRM systems are not tools that you'll readily hear about on social media. Now, my favorite right now is Bitrix24. And actually, a client of mine uses this and I absolutely love it. So I actually use the free version of this. So there's a more comprehensive paid version, which is fantastic. But for me, the actual free version, Bitrix24, is great. And that's what I use. So what I do is when I make contact with somebody, if the conversation at the point I've had the conversation and someone's mentioned that, you know, there's this potential, then I'll put that in the contact management system. Um, I will then set uh, an action to do whether that may be wait for a few weeks, whether that be uh, make a phone call at some point or send an email. So I don't forget. All I need to do is go into my CRM system on a daily basis and say, okay, who do I need to contact today or who do I need to contact this week? So that's what I'm using at the moment and I love it. And the free version is, is really good. I started out using Insightly. So years ago, when I branched out on my own, I used Insightly. Again, that's free. And I really like that. And then I went to Pipedrive, which is, again, an amazing platform, but it's paid. And so, you know, we're all in the time of, you know, being a bit more prudent with how we spend money. And so I recently, a few months ago, I really looked at, okay, where can I cut back in my business and realized that there was actually a free tool and that I could use. And so I stopped paying for Pipedrive. Pipedrive is an amazing tool as well. I love it. But it's more of a sales pipeline tool. So like I said, my current favorite is Bitrix24. If you are looking at others and you want to compare, others that I've used are Insightly and also um, Pipedrive. So those are kind of low uh, to mid-range and they have free versions. So you don't have to go the full hog like with expensive platforms like um, Microsoft Dynamics or Infusionsoft. Like you don't have to do that. You can still have basic functionality and enough that you need with these free tools. So those are the free tools that I would recommend having a look at. And then you also have have to have a process. So what is your process? And, you know, I'm quite ruthless in my approach to business in a sense that I feel like process is the bedrock of your business. If you don't have processes, um, it's not, okay, I'm going to be a little bit controversial. People say that it's all about your personal brand. Um, and that's great. But actually, if you ever want to sell your business or if you ever want to scale or if you ever want investors, they're not interested in all, all your value is in you they're not going to be interested. The value needs to be in your processes. The reason people like companies like Apple have such sustainable businesses, because although their leaders were icons, Steve Jobs was an icon and much of the brand value was in them, they injected themselves into the DNA, into the process of your businesses. And as far as I'm concerned, if you don't have processes in your business, you don't know what you're doing. I know that's a little bit controversial, but that's what I think. And so in terms of contact management, you need to have a process. In fact, you need to have a process for everything you do in your business. So you need to have a process. So, okay, the minute you make contact with someone, what happens? What are the steps? Now, the good thing about using a CRM or contact management system like the ones I've mentioned is that often the process will be there for you. So it will say, okay, you make contact. And then when you've made contact and you're at the proposal stage, you move it along. And then when you're in the negotiation stage, you can move it along. And you can actually modify the process and the steps according to what you need. So yeah, those are my tips. Like I said to you, I am, when I say I'm about legacy and sustainability, it's not just rhetoric. It's the stuff that I live out in my business. And so this is what this series is about. It's about giving you marketing strategy that is not just about vanity metrics, that is not just about social media, but about the grassroots sustainable strategies that are going to help you build sustainable businesses that stand the test of time. So that is my, those are my tips for you today. Now, if you feel like, you know what, I'm ready to take the future 
by its horns, as you say. And I want to launch something, but I want to do it. I want to do it in a way that is successful and sustainable, then come and join my webinar tomorrow. Again, many of you will know that I have a, a launch process that I call my 6P launch process, which is the six fundamental things that I think you need to do in order to launch your projects sustainably and sex successfully. Because let's face it, a lot of services, a lot of businesses, they are not launched properly. They escape to market. And listen, I've had my fair share of failures um, when it comes to launching stuff. And so this comes off the back of many, many years of experience, a number of many successes, but also a lot of failures. And so I'm really sharing in this framework. It's literally a culmination of my learnings over the last 14 years. So yeah, if you want to come and you want to you know, join me on tomorrow's um, webinar, do that. I'll be speaking about how to pivot successfully, how to really meet the needs of your market in this time. And it's 60 minutes of training. So if that resonates with you, come join me. Let me post the link to that. So that takes place at 7 p.m. tomorrow. If you're interested or know anybody that is, then uh, yeah, join me for that. So thank you for joining me. And I will be back here the same time next week, 1 p.m. I know it's a little bit late today, but 1 p.m. next week on Wednesday. And I hope to see you then. Have a great week. Um, and uh, yeah, rest of the day. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye.